Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. barber because now i i just shave my head i use the clippers mm-hmm. but back in the day you'd go to the barber and they'd rub their boobs against your back god i miss frank <laughs> he was a gentle barber <laughs> thank you for that tender moment did you realize mics are hot when you were telling this story this is called in the business it's called a cold opening okay. because it's cold outside we got that bitterly we have yeah. that blizzard coming welcome friends welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. Welcome, friends. Welcome, flock of Amish. And welcome, Johnny Rage. Probably a good time for me to stop doing my mannequin challenge. I was doing it there while you were giving us that tender story. But big news coming, uh, big storm. Now, we are close to 50. I know you look like it more than I do, but how many snowstorms have we been around here lately? I mean, how many snowstorms have we seen in our lifetime? Three. I've seen three. <laughs> okay. I'm near 50. This isn't my first rodeo. And people are treating this epic blizzard as if this thing is going to ru- rain nuclear rain upon us. Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. People are off to the... On my way to the Amish studios here, I had to stop at the gas station. The barn, as we call it. Yeah. I had to stop at the gas station. Long lines at the gas station. Cub foods packed. People are treating this thing as if it's nuclear Armageddon. I don't get it. We're Minnesotans. We've seen this before. And the news, we talked about this several episodes ago. How they, they're they're the reason behind this. Because they promote this thing for a week, so you'll watch them making this thing far worse than what it actually will it's be. It's all business. It's all business to get advertiser dollars, yeah. And then, of course, when it snows, all the plowers, uh, a stimulus, economic stimulus package is a snowstorm. No doubt. But I'm being stimulated right now listening to your... My sexy yes, voice? Yes, I'll put it through filters to make it sexy. You wouldn't be the only one to say that. So. Hashtag no filter. And we turn our heads to the Samsung Gear VR. We're going to talk a little techie stuff here. You went from Snowmageddon to technology. That's right. Tickety tech. It kind of goes hand in hand because if there's a snowstorm, a blizzard, what are you going to do? Board games. The new board games, the new monopoly is a Samsung Gear VR or your Xbox or your PlayStation. But I am uh, ready to give a report and a review on the Samsung Gear VR for all you Apple people. Boring. You don't have one as th- that has the capabilities. Well, to be fair, Samsung just ripped off Apple. No. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? What do I mean by that? W- what do you mean by that? They didn't rip Apple off. Apple came out with the smartphone, you know, the mm-hmm. tablet, the touch pad, the, the whole deal 
that's technical terms. I don't know. You guys might want to look those terms up I just used. Sorry if I went over your head. But not the Bill Gates guy. Who's the other guy? The Joe Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah. Isn't that funny how I purposely don't say his name? Anywho, <laughs> he came up with all the jazz, and then Samsung, the, the Koreans, just copied it. Speaking of which, how many... How much do you think Samsung grosses per year? Take a guess. Now, keep in mind, they do a lot more than just phones. Well, yeah, that's what's weird. In the Asian um, companies, they, they're so diversified. Like, there'll be Samsung washing machines, Samsung missiles, Samsung everything. A Samsung's missiles yeah, are kind of yeah. intermingled. In there. Yeah, it's true. Well, I, have, well, I have no idea. I, you know, I just looked this up yesterday. I wanted to see the top 10 grossing companies in the world. Samsung is in the top 10. What do you think they're... They're uh, just guess. This is the guessing game. It's a cold day. We're bored. Go ahead. Ten billion. No, not even close. You want one more guess, or should I tell you? No. No, you want me to tell you, or no, you want to guess? Your mom's on first. All right, tell me. They do three hundred and ninety billion dollars a year in gross sales. Apple does about two hundred billion dollars a year. I think Samsung was about the fifth largest grossing company. In all of the world. You know what the first one was? I mean, this is interesting facts here. What was the number one gross revenue producing uh, company, privately held company in the world? Exxon? Walmart. And it wasn't even close. They do like $480 billion a year. Their nearest competitor, number two, did about 330 I was amazed at that fact here. Just interesting facts I possess. Now, Rager, do you go to Walmart a lot? Sam's Club, more so than okay. Walmart. Same so, thing. So you've give them, given them plenty of moolah. I wouldn't say plenty, but I have shopped uh, Sam's Club, yes. I enjoy it. It's like going to the fair for me. I love their electronics store. I have purchased things from them. Uh, the Samsung sound bar. Got my TV from there. Uh, did not get my samsung gear vr there but we're talking about the samsung gear vr uh purchased that when i got my phone but let's go back to what you were talking about you brought up a good point you said samsung just ripped off the technology from apple they did so couldn't we say that across the board chevy ripped off ford and dodge ripped off chevy no but if you look at we are an american powerful by the way powerful american pop culture podcast america invented everything the entire it's like a I'm doing the hands. He's doing the hands. It's a giant. Powerful. It's a giant planet, and it's just Trump, Trump, Trump. I mean, we invented the microchip, the transistor, everything. Yeah, we really didn't though. What we did was when we won, when we uh, the at when we uh, won when we. Faba Cuba Cabaduba. When we won World War II, to the victors go the spoils. We took the top engineers from Germany brought them to the United States, and they're the ones responsible for everything we've created, ex including going to the moon. That had nothing to do with Americans. Well, the moon the moon was, yes, it was a German V2 rocket scientist, von Braun, did do the rocket. But they did everything. We, we're just, we just So we brought, we brought over Bill Gates. and We kidnapped them and brought them over here, and that's what happened. So. We brought over Elon Jovan Musk. Mm -hmm. All right. So anyway, we love America. Go on about your uh Is it phone. review time? Let's review talk time? let's talk. You're you're deflecting me, my powerful brain. 
Stop trying to confuse me. Let's talk about that. Okay, phone. right now. Well, first you got the phone. I got the phone. I got the Samsung. I went with the S7 Edge. I was I didn't want to wait for the Note 8. That's not going to be released until possibly August of next year. Are they going to give up on the Note? Because no, they're-, they're not giving up on the Note. What they're going to do is they are going to retool it and reintroduce it as the Note 8. I did want. I had a Note 4. I loved it. And the Note 7, we all know what happened. Um, by the way, I can get you a blow-up deal on a Note 7. Well, I was just saying, you know, with this storm coming, <laughs> yes, this is a pro tip. Yeah, You might want to write it down. When starting a fire... Hold on. The, I'm, how do I spell okay. fire? Go ahead. Uh, it's with a PH. Okay. When starting a fire, use the Samsung Note as a fire starter. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to get the Note 8, but I'm not going to wait till August. I wanted some new technology, so I rolled in with the Samsung S7 Edge. Um, don't like it. This is kind of a dual. I'm living on the edge. A dual review. We started with the Samsung Gear VR, and now I'm talking about my phone. Just got it from Best Buy. When I got it, they gave me a $150 gift card, and they gave me the Samsung VR. The Edge, it's not as responsive. It drops more than my Note does, and I don't like the thickness of it. Okay? So. Uh, it's, I mean, it's difficult when you bring up thickness and all that. It's difficult for me not to make clever jokes. Well, Go ahead. I, I've never associated you with clever jokes. Let me hear something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. We are looking for a new guest host. No, if anyone out there, no, no. Johnny Rage will be deleted. A little disappointed. I've had this for about a week. The only saving grace is the fact that Best Buy gave me a hundred fifty dollars gift card, which I used to buy the Xbox. We'll talk about Xbox as well too. And they also gave me the Samsung Gear VR. So I gave you a phone review, kind of uh, the quick and easy. Um, the quick facts on the Samsung S7 Edge. Um, the Samsung Gear, another technology that Samsung has created that Apple has not, it's called Chai technology. And I love it because it's wireless technology. So now I bought the Samsung Pad, a wireless charger. I just set my phone on top of it. I don't have to fumble, make sure that it's not up and down, you know, when you try to slide your, your charger cord in the bottom of your phone. This is like a giant pad, about four inches in diameter. I lay my entire phone down on this charging pad. It's called Chai Technology. Apple does not have that yet. Apple better get that pretty soon, or Samsung's going to gobble up the Apple market. Gobble, gobble, gobble. So we've got Chai Technology on the Samsung phone. Apple does not. We also have the Samsung Gear. Apple does not. The Samsung Gear, in terms of rating it as an experience, I think it's phenomenal. Um do not do it for more than 15 minutes at a time, though. When I set that thing down, I actually had uh, a raging headache and was dizzy. A Johnny raging headache. A Johnny raging headache. Um, what happens is you put the Samsung gear on. I think we all understand what it is. Um, Maybe we don't. Tell the powerful listeners. Well, do you remember the Stallone movie with Sarah Bullock? Uh, Judge, uh, dr- dr- Judge <laughs> I always Dredd. Get, I always get names wrong. You say so. I'm gonna leave you to the name. Are you guy. talking Demolition Man or Demolition Man? Exactly. Remember when they were kind of in the, um, they had the goggles on the virtual reality thing, and they were trying to have sex. I think at the time, wasn't it? Do you remember the movie? I remember the movie. Powerful movie. Okay, but I mean, featured Taco Bell. But you know what? They they predicted the future brilliantly, and Stallone is brilliant. I mean, that's exactly. That movie was 15 years ago. Now, Stallone, did you hear that Trump wants to get him on the National Endowment of Arts? I think it'd be a good choice. I'm a huge Stallone fan. Isn't yeah. isn't Trump just epic? I love how he just trolls people and how he's just bringing the 80s back. 
Yeah. I mean, he got he's... Stallone. He's got the, the Arnold on The Apprentice. Well, he didn't do that. You terminated. What do you mean? He's an executive producer. Yeah, but executive ah, producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. name is still on there. Don't yeah, yeah me, man. He's just. What if Trump took his wig off and he was really Lex Luthor? <laughs> I'm just freaked out about the whole thing. Uh, yeah. But the world peaked in the 80s and it's coming back. 80s are back. And if you're a millennial, go to your safe space. All right, <laughs> keep going. Oh, uh, I don't know about. I didn't hear about Tim uh, picking. Sylvester Stallone. Um, that's another thing we could talk about. Talk about that. We should call this instead of the Amish baby the the rant fest because I could talk about Creed, uh, his latest movie. Um, it's old now. Yes, it's been out, but I just got a chance to watch that one. But we won't talk about Sylvester Stallone because I'm going back to reviewing the Samsung gear. But anyway, it was in Demolition Man where Sandra Bullock. And Sylvester Stallone, I think they're actually, they put their VR virtual reality glasses on or goggles on, and then they try to have sex. Anyway, they predicted it back then. You can't have sex yet. However, I heard there are some porn sites you can go to, which are pretty phenomenal. I would not go there, of course. But um, you step, you put this thing on, you have to download the Oculus app. This is an, Oculus is a software company that this works with. Oculus Rift. Yes. That sounds like a cool superhero, doesn't it? Oculus Rift. I know. It sounds like a cool Transformers. Oculus Rift, Yeah, Transformers. That's exactly what I was thinking of when I saw that. Oculus Rift. It's like, that's from the Transformers, isn't it? But anyway, you download uh, the Oculus Rift app, and you can get free games. You can get movies. There's a really cool Netflix. The Netflix app is free, and you can watch a Netflix movie in the Samsung VR. It's really cool because you're in this beautiful mansion wooden cabin log thing and you turn to your left and you can see the mountains to your left pictures to your right um a really warm feeling with uh, the netflix app we should do that with your muffin top just what? have a have a like virtual reality over your muffin top you just look <laughs> at it and... well i can do that right here it would be a live look for you only but um that would be a stretch marks all right keep going <laughs> Uh, do you feel better about yourself when you ridicule others? I do. It's very empowering. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, so we uh, the Samsung Gear VR is uh, when I rate it in Amish buggy wheels. I haven't. One of the things they do have to figure out. I read up about it. Does if you have any tendency to get motion sickness, you will get motion sickness because. Um, when your body is standing still, but your brain thinks it's moving, there's a terminology for this. I don't forget the name of it. It causes you to get this motion sickness. What I was doing, instead of moving your eyes, you're supposed to move your head. I was doing a lot of eye movement. But there's a great game called Product Protocol Zero. It's a, a special ops type game. Uh, also, there's an airplane flying aces type thing where it's World War II pilots battling it out in the air. Uh, pretty cool stuff. I, I would give those... Um, a high mark, high rating. Graphics aren't probably Xbox-esque because the Oculus Rift Samsung gear is not 4K. Are what? they? Are the graphics boxy like Minecraft? Is it? No, you know, eight not bit. At all. No, it's it's no. a lot more refined. It's a lot more refined. It's not the level of the Battlefield One, which we'll talk about. Sure. Now let me ask you this: Do you see your hands in there? Is it some of the games where you they have the virtual hands? Yeah, they do. Yep. Yeah, you can see that. Okay. There's this one called uh, Protocol Zero, which you actually are trying to do complete the mission, and you have to pull a gun out. And so it's got that 
holographic, uh, you know, hand and, and uh, just like the battle, the, the Xbox, when you're shooting the gun, kind of see your, you see more of the gun, but you kind of see. Now everyone's hand. asking, I know they are in their mind. Can you see your virtual wiener? I only have a seven inch screen. Oh, on my Samsung phone, not large enough for that. Not enough memory. <laughs> what, are the, what are the little things that you make in the Wii or also on the Xbox when you can make it look like yourself? Avatar. Avatar. Thank you very much. You know, how they always have these little things you can change. You know, your eyebrows are very meticulous and very detailed, but they don't let you change. <laughs> you can't augment anything that you might want to augment, like what we're talking about, some personal areas. Uh, would that be nice if you could, you know? You know I, I never had me, that. Pr- I, I never. Me. I never had that problem. Yes, you do. Yep. Okay. Anyway, let's get back to we're talking about the Samsung VR, and you brought up Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift is a different device. That's the one that's self-contained for about eight hundred dollars. You don't use your Samsung phone. That's the Rift. You need a powerful computer to run that too. I heard. Yeah, and PlayStation makes one also too, that you can immerse yourself into. That would be really cool. But the thing that I'm telling you, if you have any motion sickness. Uh, it strained my vision. I got motion sickness, almost to the point where I was nauseated. But you're supposed to do it in 15-minute increments and kind of build to it. I will bring it. You will test it out. You can give your review as well, too. I would give that thing, considering I got it for free and it just runs off your phone, I'd give it a 10. That was phenomenal. Wow. Five yeah. buggy wheels, if you Five you, buggy if wheels. you do the math. Yeah. Of course, Oculus um, makes you purchase a lot of the games. There's a lot of free stuff. Uh, they did one of the coolest things that I saw was they do movie previews, uh, 3d movie previews, the conjuring two. I forgot if you saw that or not the movie, you know, I am a big baby on those scurry movies. Okay. Anyway, conjuring two, you'll have to, you'll have to watch this on the, uh, Oculus Samsung gear VR. They immerse you into it. Probably one of the best virtual reality things that I've seen in my short history of virtual reality was the promo for Conjuring 2. Okay. You know, you're talking about scary movies, uh, the Blair Witch Project? Yes. Have you seen that one? I have not. So I'm watching that one. It's all shot with a handheld shaky. Hold on. You said powerful. That means I have to drink? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Wow, that's a good-looking beverage. Yeah. The handheld video shot, you know, the shaky, and I'm watching it. Yep, just like Cloverfield had. We talked about this. But it it freaked me out in the end. I'm not going to lie to you. You got scared? I got disturbed. <laughs> oh, disturbed. I, I wasn't scared. I was like disturbed. Like are, what what are you crying, weeping? I mean, no, no. It wasn't it wasn't tears. It was just I felt disturbed. You know I'm down with the sickness. Yeah. But there are movies I I have a sense of what you're talking about. Because there's 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 all levels like for us both God fearing people, supernatural stuff freaks me out more than a mad slasher. You know, Mad Slasher, I can kind of handle. It's like a dude, and you can kind of destroy him. But the supernatural stuff that comes from different realms, and it, that stuff freaks me out more. Yeah. Well, The Conjuring 2, of course, is the supernatural. But there's uh, there's startling things, too. It's, if something jumps out at you, you're going to get startled, but you're not necessarily afraid, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But the supernatural, freaky stuff kind of... Right. Well, I'm more disturbed... And we'll use that word, stealing from you. Movies that are actually based, like, for instance, the Titanic. When I watched that with um, the young... Leonardo. Thank you. Leonardo DiCaprio. One of my favorite mutant ninja turtles. 
I thought the Titanic was a beautifully done movie. I know it's 10 years old now, maybe even more. Uh, it was wonderfully beautiful. But here's what, here, when you watch that movie, it depicts an actual event that they didn't, they, you know, some of these movies are based on true events, but they're loosely based. So most of it, that means most of it didn't happen. But the Titanic, the entire thing, and I'm talking about not the love story, but when that uh, ship was actually sinking and going down, and you felt yourself on that ship and watched those passengers, you knew that happened exactly like that. And those are the movies that affect me more than any horror movie could or some supernatural thing like the Blair Witch Project. You know, those true factual movies. I'm trying to think of another example of what I watched. You are very sensitive. You have a lot of empathy. Do you cry? Are you a crier? I will not admit to crying. If you Sometimes ever my eyes... Uh, get watery? Get the word moist. Everyone loves that word, don't they? But I'll tell you what. If you ever watched Little House on the Prairie... When... Okay. The raccoon episode. No. When Laura went blind. No, Laura didn't go blind. Yeah. Laura went blind in the Little House on the Prairie, and I did cry. Her oh, sister went blind. I sobbed. Her sister went blind. Mary. Mary went blind. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I was thinking of... But you remember when they had Jaspers, the, the the raccoon? If you don't cry, that should be the test. You should place that in front of people for political candidates or anybody if you want to test their character. If they don't crack a tear on Jasper, the raccoon, on Little House on the Prairie, they're not worthy of anything. But, but Pa Ingalls, when he played that fiddle, I mean, I, I got up and danced. <laughs> you got up and danced? I did. <laughs> That's a toe tapper, isn't it? I twerked to Pa Ingalls, and was, I'm not ashamed. So we're talking about movies and how they affect you. You're disturbed by the Blair Witch. Any other movies disturb you? What's a disturbing? There was a weird movie. It was one of those that's on TV. It was in the 70s. It was, uh, I got a, if we had a Google boy here, we could look it up. I can look it up. What do you got? I'm, okay. I have uh, three hands here. It was a horror movie. Okay. Not not horror, uh, W-H-O-R-E, but H-O-R-R-O-R. Okay, I know the that spelling from is over. This, I know that from Horn Corporate. Spelling is freaking me out. I'm because you remember Horn Corporated. I did that freaked me. Out. With <laughs> the, Mr. Paul Bear. Yeah, the opening. Uh, yeah, I know how to so, spell. I know how to spell whore because of that. Horn yes. Incorporated. So it had um, who's the dude um, from Rocky? His trainer Meredith uh, Burgess Meredith was in there. You're not talking about Batman, are you? Burgess Meredith. Okay. Google that. Burgess. Bur no, that's one I mean. Burgess Meredith horror movie. Burgess Meredith. This is live. Yeah, it is. This is, this is. Was it a Twilight Zone episode or was it a horror no. movie? No. Burgess Meredith. Just shut up and do what I say. Burgess, Burgess Meredith. Meredith. Type in. Uh, Meredith. The mom from. Uh, the mom from. Uh, horror movie. We shouldn't even need all that. The much. mom from Vacation. We shouldn't even What's need What's her that name? Much. Uh, Burgess Meredith. Beverly The DeAng Sentinel. That's yes. it. Very good. Okay. Let's see who the cast was. Let's see how close you were. I've never even heard Beverly of Beverly D'Angelo. Give, give us a quick... Uh, well, just read the thing. It's not a scary movie, but it's like... Chris Sarandon, Burgess Meredith, Christina Raines. Um, overview. Gosh, you're reaching into... Some, I didn't think you'd pick something like this. I thought it'd be something more we all would understand. There's, it's, it disturbed me. It disturbed you? Let's just see quickly what it says here. Talk amongst yourselves while I... Johnny Rage is looking up on his new phone that he hates. It's okay, here we go. The plot focuses on a young model who moves into a historic Brooklyn brownstone that has been sectioned into apartments only to find that its proprietors are excommunicated Catholic priests and the building is a gateway to hell. That sounds actually pretty good. I wonder if that's on Netflix. 
film was released by Universal Pictures back in 1977. I was going to say that. I have powerful recall so, so on it. man you recalled something from that's when star wars came out how about uh, the exorcist were you disturbed by that yeah i saw that when i was a little kid and it, the, oh my me. goodness yeah and to this day when i hear tubular uh, tubular bells the theme song it still freaks me out yeah that uh episode that they allegedly took out everybody said it was too scary the crab walk yeah no the, the spider that's what I meant, like a see a crab or spider. Yeah, I, I YouTube that to see. Oh my gosh, what can this be? They had to take it out. It was too scary. So you're expecting, it's it's pretty mild by today's standards, you know. But you're right. To me, it's all the mental stuff. It's not the physical, you know, the gore and all that. It's the the stuff like you said when you're imagining all those poor people drowning in that ship, hmm. in the frigid waters. That's another uh, movie. You know, we talk about movies where you're disturbed or touched. I just saw the movie The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Have you ever seen that? No. It okay. sounds like a movie I would not see. Tell us. Now, just by the name of that, what would you guess that's about? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to quickly... Some coming-of-age movie. This isn't even what our topic is about today. We were going to be more technical, but now we're reviewing movies, but I just want to give you the overview here, okay? The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, about World War II, Auschwitz. Uh, the boy's father is commissioned to lead Auschwitz... Take it over. So he pulls his boy and his daughter. It's actually uh, the commander is the, the actual. It's it's based loosely on a true story, except what happens is fictional. Um, he pulls his boy and his daughter from Berlin and his wife. He gets his fancy promotion. They move to the countryside over by Auschwitz, which is in Poland. I forget the name of the commandant. Actual true guy. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll our Google boy look it up. Anyway. Colonel Clink? No. Uh, the other one. Um, Schultz. Apple Strudel. <laughs> so anyway, he takes his boy and his daughter and his wife, and they move. They get this fancy home. and But the father never tells the, the family what he's doing exactly. They have no idea. Wife doesn't know it. Kids don't know it. They just think they're out there fighting the war. They're brainwashed. Well, the boy is really um, not nosy. What's the word I'm looking for? Um inquisitive inquisitive he wants to know about his surroundings but he's told don't leave the compound here so he does and what he stumbles upon after walking through the woods walking through a river is the Auschwitz concentration camp there by the fence is a young boy his exact same age they're nine years old and they become friends through the fence the young boy Bruno who is the German boy um Schmoll is the Jewish boy become friends through the fence, but neither one of them understand the other. The, Bruno, the German boy, doesn't think that these concentration camps are, he thinks it's actually a playground. That everybody, He's actually jealous of what's happening inside this uh, concentration camp. Is this getting too long for you? You're falling asleep. No. Okay. I'm tracking. I'm trying to speed this up. Don't. This is open discussion. Open rant. Okay, yeah, so anyway. No, it's not a rant. We were just discussing. That's why people love this show. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So the two of them become friends. Um, there's, I'm not going to reveal too much of this because you may want to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, don't. But, um, you talk about disturbing at the very end. You're not going to spoiler alert. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, just going to, well, I'm trying to set this up where I don't spoil it, but yeah. you can put two and two yeah. together. Well, don't. Anyway, the Schmoll is his name actually gets invited to the young boy's house to be a helping hand. Well, when Schmoll gets there, Bruno, the German boy gives him some food. The commandant walks in, sees the Jew Jewish boy eating the food, and beats the crap out of him. 
And Bruno could have said, hey, I gave it to him. But because of that, he feels like he owes Schmoll a debt of gratitude. So Schmoll comes up to him when he's in the prison. I'm speeding this up. You might not be able to understand what I'm saying. But when he finally meets him again back at the concentration camp, Bruno says, hey, I'm sorry. Is there anything I can help you with? He says, yeah, my father's missing. Can you help me find him? So the young boy, Bruno, digs a hole underneath the fence. Schmoll gives him a concentration camp uniform, the striped uniform, and then the both of them go off looking for his father. And I'll stop right there because... Did you tell too much or not? No, I didn't. Okay, good. I didn't. I didn't. I'll stop right there. But you talk about not so much the Holocaust. There you go. I'm talking about real life scenarios that happen that truly affects me when I'm watching. Movies. You are so deep. I feel like I'm so shallow and you're so deep. We're kind of like the yin and the yang. Which one's yang? I don't know. That's it. I think that was the name of the guy that waited on me at Best Buy. It was. It was that dude that yang. helped us out. So Better watch it. Striped pajamas. How do we go from the Gear VR to the striped pajamas? That's the power that of this show. That's the power of this. I'm power drinking powerful. Yes, that is why people love this show. And the best way to love this show is on iTunes. Please listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe. Download your powerful episodes. And please leave a review. Five stars is the best, and it will unlock HD audio if you give us a five-star review. Also, you should follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Amish, the letter B Machine, all one word. Follow us there. We love you. We're on there 24-7. We'd love for you to comment on the show, and we'll talk to you and give you uh, free recipes and fun stuff like that. We're also on Instagram. Follow us there, Amish Baby Machine. Stop on down to AmishBabyMachine.com. We're everywhere on the internet, and we love you. If a, an adoring fan was to follow you, but it wasn't on Twitter, they were at your front door, would that be a problem? It is not a problem. The barn is here. The barn's always open. Open mic. But the open. Amish wolfhound may attack you, I'm just saying. Now, do people realize the craft and the talent that goes into producing such a performance? A lot of people say, hey, I think I could do that. I mean, do you think we should have an open microphone? They don't realize the professionalism, the training, everything that goes into wrapping this program, program together. Kids, try this at home. That's what I say. The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Now I'm going to do a powerful segue back. I'm going to bring it back, a call back. To the you know I mentioned that seventy seven horror movie. Yes, you did. I have been watching Kolchak, the Night Stalker on oh, Netflix. Oh, love that one. That was phenomenal. Now, did you see the original movie? It was I believe it was nineteen seventy two. It was the Night Stalker. It was about a vampire. Was that with Gavin McLeod? It was. Yeah, yeah. Darren McGavin. The, was yes. he in the one? He was. Okay. It was an ABC movie of the week, I believe. Okay. What was, what was it about, the, the original? I, I remember all the series where... It was a vampire. Okay, yeah, I did see that one. What a great show. Is that where he drives a stake into the heart with a wooden stake? With a yes, yeah, yes. I did see that one. And that... Is I that lo- on Netflix? It is. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta watch it. So that. The, the original, the 1972 show is, I believe, is still free. You can find it like on YouTube. Someone uploaded it. Okay. But the series, I've been watching, it. I believe it was 72... They had the the original uh, movie of the week, and they may have had another one. But then, like in '74, they came out with the series, Kolchak the Night Stalker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was cool because every week had a, like a new monster, yep. a new thing. Was, yep, exactly. Now, did you say it's free on Netflix? It is. the The series is, but not it the is. original. 
No, I didn't. I didn't look for the original, but I know the original. I watched it on YouTube. How many did they do? Not a lot. Was it two years? Do you know? I don't know. I got to check. I don't think it was that many. Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Every every week there was a uh, um some different adventure. One of them that sticks to sticks out to me is when the mannequins came to life. Do you remember that one? In this in the department store, that was that one freaked me out as a young kid. These mannequins are just sitting there doing the mannequin challenge as they like <laughs> to do. And then all of a sudden they just start moving and, and, uh, you know, I, I'd like to watch it again because I, I forget how that ends, but absolutely when you go back to the seventies, that would rank as one of my top, top 10 favorites. The seventies had the greatest stuff. I mean, do you remember like Killdozer when they I did like this meteor, I think hit a, a bulldozer and just went around killing people that I don't recall. Oh, and they had like devil dog hound of hell that it was starting the early morning Saturday stuff like, uh. Land of the Lost with the flea stack. Oh, Chaka, yeah. That, <laughs> Marshall, Will, and Holly. Yeah. The, the, how do you like the graphics? Remember when they were in the raft, and then all of a sudden the world collapses out of them. They plunged two thousand four k. Was it? It was three uh, k. They plunged two thousand feet below to and, Land of the Lost, and, and then, they always had hopes of getting back. How was that going to happen? I mean, you, they had no chance well, in you, hell. No, you have to be hopeful. <laughs> you but are not I, coming back. But I recommend uh, listeners of this powerful podcast, check out Kolchak, the Night Stalker. I'm going to do it. And what's cool about it is it's what basically inspired the X-Files. Really? Because, yeah, it was episodic. Every week they'd have a cool new uh, monster that fight. How about the $6 million man? Remember? Same, same time era. Uh, the the most epic one has to be got a uh, six million dollar man versus Sasquatch. Big yes, foot. and that was played by uh, I believe it was two actors, but uh, Andre the Andre Giant. the Giant was definitely one of them. Yeah, that was great. Six million. I collect things. I collect old toys. I'm a um, connoisseur of vintage toys and older. If you look over there, who is that up on the powerful shelf? Okay, that one qualify as a vintage toy. That's not old enough. Vintage is your tw- mom is vintage. I'm just saying that is cool. That's yeah, that's a Jesse. Cool. Yeah, I have the same doll too. I don't have the uh, cool. Fit- have you checked out the lateral deltoids lately, Jack? We should. You know, we're looking at it, but people have known it. We should describe it for the flock. What is that? It is the former mayor of Minnesota, governor. Did I say governor <laughs> mayor of Minnesota? <laughs> yeah. Was he? Yeah. He, no, he's a mayor too. He was a mayor of. Uh, well, he wasn't the Brook, mayor of Minnesota. Brook, well, Brooklyn Park, right? Yeah. Or is yeah. it Brooklyn Center? Whatever. I get those two mixed up. That's uh, they got these t- towns should have. Completely different names. I agree. But anyway, he was the governor of Minnesota, not the governor of California. Jesse, the body, the mind, Ventura. Also, Blaine from one of my favorite movies of all time, Predator. But you have the action figure. We do. It's in the a, box, too. New in the box. No, we took him out. I, here's the deal with the box. You know, the the the, the nerds and the geeks, oh, how, how can you keep something in box and not play with it? If you have a toy action figure a doll if you will and you don't play with it what's the point of it <laughs> i get it boxing the clown you know? <laughs> exactly exactly the unboxing the clown was unboxing was actually the name the of one of our powerful episodes yeah. but what is the point of a toy in a box i agree with you i collect uh, old um vintage and antique toys part of the thrill for me i actually have an old gas old gas tank from 1933 but anyway part of these these toys okay um, let's uh, before i forget scribble that let's put some of these on instagram take pictures of your i will wonderful collection. i actually have the i actually have jesse the venture also but he's wearing a suit in mine yeah because it's cool they it came out with uh i have like the predator looking uh 
you know, it's got the boonie hat on and the camo. Right. And then you have the suit. I'm big into robots, too. I love anything robots. I've got a World War One Doughboy tank, which runs on its own. It's uh, made by Marks. Okay, let's uh, take some pictures with your new Edge phone, and we'll put them on Instagram. I will. You guys got to follow us on Instagram. I'll give you Amish my, top, baby my, top, my top three. I've got a, a robot. I'm still looking for... I don't have a $5,000 budget, but if if anybody of our flock finds the robot from um, Lost in Space, very difficult to find. Just There's, just the robot. That just was the his robot. Name? Yeah. There's a lot of reproduction pieces out there, plastic. I don't want that. But the ones that I have seen that uh, are the actual metal from 1950s, well over $10,000 for that thing. Wow. Yeah. I have a Evil Knievel stuntman, the one where you actually put him on the... Machine you crank. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll take pictures. I love old vintage toys, though. It's one of my uh, passions. But where was I? What was I talking about? This has got to be ranked as one of the worst rants that we've done. No, it's I'm Well, here's nonsense. the deal. No, listen, here's the deal. We, we go off on tangents. Mm-hmm. We just talk. This is free-form discussion. So we're talking about what led us to Jesse jesse the body ventura navy seal what led us to him udt underwater demolition technology let's go back so we we were talking about tv shows 70s tv shows you were talking about the six million dollar man man. yeah that's right that's another guy talk about an action figure that i've been looking for is lee majors can't find him anywhere i finally did find a board game there was actually a six million dollar man board game that i purchased i have that as well but that's the closest thing I was able to find when it comes to paraphernalia for the $6 million man. But yeah, some of those shows, $6 million man, the night stalker. Um, and then Lee majors did, uh, this was more eighties. The stunt man. Remember? Yes. Uh, that was a great movie. The too. fall guy, the fall guy. Thank you. He even did his own opening song. Oh for that. God. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Very powerful. Is that, is, was that disturbing to you or not watching the fall guy sing? It's kind of disturbing. No, but uh, Heather Thomas was not disturbing. Oh, no. She's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to put my vintage. Easy on the eyes. My vintage stuff. Do we want to talk now? Because um, I completely forgot where we came from. So, I'm going to shift to, do we get into the Xbox or do we wait? Let's talk about your box. You want to talk about my box? Why yep. is this going back to my box? My goodness. Xbox is what it is. Bought one. Been looking at them now. Had the original Xbox. Still have it. Is that worth anything? My original Xbox? No. Made too many of them. Yeah, but don't you think it's vintage now? I mean, it's not quite vintage, but... You just looked at my... Uh, Jesse and didn't say it was vintage. Because so. I know. I know stuff. Okay. Anyway, about the brand new Xbox. I only went... I listened to you. You said get the Terra. I didn't. I got too cheap on it. Now thinking maybe I shouldn't have because I downloaded my first game, Battlefield 1, and it took up a huge amount of space. I didn't understand the concept that when you... I thought you just put the movie in. You always get bigger. It's like... Like everyone, they, their first handgun, they always get the nine millimeter, and mm-hmm. then they always get a bigger one. So you always get the bigger than you think you're going to need. Well, that's why I tell my wife, I'm just getting bigger and better for you, honey. That's <laughs> as time goes on, I'm getting bigger and better. Yeah. So anyway, um, I have a question though. Almighty, Dags. Do tell. Well, Redbox rents Xbox games. All right. How does that work? Are they are you downloading them to your hard drive? You can't be. Otherwise, you'd have the game. So how does that work? That is a great question, Flock of Amish. Please tell us. No, I don't know. We are the people people turn to. We have to Google. No, it. I know, but I will Google it then. Well, I'm not going to Google. I know. I'm, I'm in the height of a. Of talking we need a about Google boy. Okay. 
So you don't know. Just basically say that. You no, know? I don't okay. know. Okay. All right. But you're not you're not less of a man because you say you don't I'm know. I'm more you're of less a, I, of a man because you're just a, there, There's so much pathetic. of me. There's so much of me that when I don't know something, it's very endearing to the listeners. All right, I got the new Xbox. I, I really know, but I just don't want to say it. Well, I got the new Xbox. One of the things I didn't understand is you have to download your games now. Number two, the amount of time it takes to download games and not only download games, but go from game to home back to game was extremely excruciating. I thought that in this in this day and age, we want fast, we want it now, we want to click, 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 click. Do you experience that with your Xbox when you're moving from game to game to game to menus to menus? The amount of time it's uh, um, the the wheel spins. What is it called? Loading. I mean, I thought there was way too much of that for this day and age that that thing could be fast. You know, off the top of my head, I don't remember that, so maybe. Hopefully your connection's good. Well, I'm going to check yours before I leave the barn here. You got to check yourself before you rickety wreck yourself. The yeah, the download speed is huge because these are massive files now. Yeah. I mean, they force you to get the highest, you know, download rate on whatever you're using uh cable or or whatever, but let's talk about the Xbox and you you played Battlefield 1. Mhm. Yep. Excuse me. Yes. What were you doing? I was uh, enjoying a beverage because if you remember episodes ago, you said anytime we mention the word powerful, it's a drinking game we have to drink. It is. I Battlefield 1 downloaded it, started the process about 7 o'clock last night. It's still downloading. That can't, there's got to be a flaw. Well, I don't know what it is. It like bottlenecks too because I have a decent connection. I have a great connection. Yeah, we both do. We, we connect. Yes, we're connected. We connect with the people too. Yeah. The listeners, the flock of Amish. But it bottlenecks, and you see it go from anything from, you know, 30 megabytes down to kilobytes, and it's horrible. I don't know what that is. Well, you gave me a tip that I didn't have to wait till it was completely downloaded, so I did play the game yesterday, as you had indicated. I love the game. What I really like about it is uh, um, I don't understand it, how to resume it. I don't want to go back to the beginning where it kind of shows you how to use all the, the, the different uh, um, guns, but I'm to the tank part. I love using the tank because... At 50 years old, I'm my reflexes are so uh, slow. Everything's slow. Everything is slow that the tank kind of protects you from this. I mean, if I were just like a troop, I'd be nailed within three seconds. But because you're in the tank. It's very forgiving. Exactly. It's very forgiving. That's why I love it. And then the tank. You have I mean, a lot of tanks to give. The, the graphics are phenomenal. And, and exact. I don't think the tanks were quite this good back in World War I. I don't know. We'll have to get our Google boy on that, too. But I love being in the cover of the tank because then it makes up for my lack of being able to really move through this rapidly. So the tank game I thought was excellent. It makes me realize how bad I am at this. I do have to work on my skills. But the graphics, like everybody talks about, I mean, there's a couple of guys in this that are so realistic in terms of, I, I mean, and, and when they're bombing you and it's coming in and bombs are dropping in front of you and there's the explosions and the, the controller is shaking. And a lot of times you're trying to, you see the enemy and you're trying to shoot it, but because you're being bombed, there's, there's dirt or, or uh, um, a cloud of smoke in front of you. So you can't shoot because you're not sure you got knocked off target. I, I think they did a really good job. I can't imagine how horrible trench warfare must be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But those tanks... Uh, the British actually unveiled those. I think they had them before anybody really advanced the cause. And those are pretty cool. Um, what you can do on the Xbox, I'm sure, isn't what you could do in real life. But just the, the where they put you in that battlefield, 
in in I I I I think it's a great uh, game. Well, how about yourself? Now, did you play? You played the campaign only. You didn't get on multiplayer, play online with other. That's people? That's another thing. I have to learn how to do that. Uh, well, number one, I need a you need a headset to do that, correct? No, you can play it through the speakers. Oh, I guess you could. Yeah, I never thought about that. I was thinking one one of the things the Xbox has is the we can talk about this now or do we, Battlefield. You played it. Give me your thoughts. I told you mine. Now I'm a Call of Duty guy. I started. Call of Duty 2 was the first one I started rocking on the Xbox. World War II game also. Well, that was World War One. I'm sorry. Battlefield is World War One. This is uh, World War II. Or was it World War One? I? I it blurs. I, I play some of the Battlefield games. Battlefield 1 is World War I. No, I know that for yeah. a fact. Okay. But um, uh, Call of Duty 2 is what I started out on. I saw it over at a friend's house, went over to a friend's house. She had this giant... You know, back then, the giant uh, DLP TVs like you were talking yep, about. Yep. And I saw this game, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is epic. Because I'm, I'm, I'm used to I'm, I'm an old retro gamer, and I had – I mean, I had the Nintendo, and but I didn't have the Xbox. But when I saw this, this was 360, and I'm like, this is the coolest game ever. Kind of like when you saw, saw the game, you just went out and bought it. So I went out and bought it. And so I went down the line on all the Call of Duties. I, I didn't buy a lot of other games. I mean, I just wanted a, the first-person shooter game so i bought the call of duty i went through the call of duty 3 and then came modern warfare which was a huge literally a game changer where they went to modern weapons you know the whatever what out at what it was 2007 whenever it came out so they had you know desert storm type weapons and that game just blew my mind and that's what i'm playing now is is modern warfare is remastered that's why i've, I've played that with you too. see that's the one i'm talking about i'm not good enough yet at the controllers where i can move it fast enough and quick enough where i usually get i was taken out fairly quickly where I, that's why i like the cover of the tank well yeah i mean they call it twitch gamers obviously a young young 10 year old kid's gonna kick your ass because but when you get older what you can do is you you can outthink these kids too but oh. one-on-one one i mean they're they're hand-eye oh, coordination really old, so you must be really i'll think i yes <laughs> i sit in the chair and i don't move much but Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is fantastic because you have the nostalgia of thinking back the old game, but now you have it tweaked for the, the newer graphics. The sound is fantastic. I used to, uh, when I was, I'm self-employed, I have uh, employees which are usually young kids, and I used to always ridicule them because they'd come in late all the time. And I'd say, what are you doing, playing Xbox, drinking monsters? And that's usually what they were doing. What do you think I was doing late last night? Drinking monsters? Playing Xbox. I wasn't drinking the monsters, though. But you yeah. know it's really weird though when I played I played the the Call of Duty the remastered game and I literally got this feeling I literally tasted it in my mouth the energy drink I used to drink back then. Wow. Isn't that weird? It was it was called No Fear yeah. by Sobe. It was a red can. Yeah. And I literally could taste that in my mouth playing that game. But you know what was when I was playing the 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 game yesterday it's like, well, it's only 10. I'll just go another 15 minutes and you're just kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. And you look at the clock, holy crap, it's 12.30. Time just like passes when you're uh, immersed in this game, you know. So now, now here's, a, here's a, a real odd question. With the Samsung Gear VR and the Xbox, and like you said, you're immersed in this. You're actually tasting an energy drink from years ago that you have. Are, are we creating, you know how the pinky is now losing its usefulness? Are we creating a brain, a part of us that's immersed in this stuff? 
that we might not be able to ever walk away from does that is it are we overstimulated is there what's the effects long term of this oh it's going to be weird i mean there is i've seen artist renditions like giant eyes will have and different it's it's weird i mean we could literally do a whole show on that going because it's all about self-driving cars it's about doing nothing now right like these millennials now they don't even they don't even drive isn't that bizarre what was the movie based on doing nothing robots did everything for me it was a kid's show do you remember that um he was a little fella oh we need google boy but it was actually how lazy we were that we actually all had robots and then people tried to break away from that mold what is that <laughs> stupid little robot it was a um pixel pixar disney pixar pixar <laughs> pixel disney pixar presented um johnny five wall, wally wall yes wally thank you very much that's kind of but then again should we think xbox for the hand controllers, because if we didn't have hand controllers, eventually we'd lose all of our fingers because we just don't do anything. Now we need them for the Xbox. Well, you know, what's weird talking about that is the 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 camera they had for the Xbox. The what's it called? The, the Connect. Connect. Yeah, that thing bombed because no one wants to get up and move around. Well, the Wii, <laughs> the Wii made it. The Wii, everybody did. They love that. No, I mean like the Connect bombed, and it sounded so cool when you watched the the original video. They showed some guy, and he was like doing a indie car and he was in the pit going woo, 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 putting right, the wheels on right. and doing all that but in real life you don't want to get off your fat ass you just want to sit in the chair exactly so even the Wii, it's like i'm not getting up it's like you do it and like wave your hand and it's all voice commands now and i mean you you, you know you talk about your alexa and yeah. siri and pretty soon yeah you're just gonna be a, a brain well i'll just be that 400 pound guy in the bed who trump said was hacking Hillary Clinton's campaign. Now I'm going to take it back because that's what take we... Take it back. Do, 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 do. Take it back. Do you know who wrote that song? Sylvester Stallone did. Do, 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 do. Take nope. it back. No, close. His brother, Frank Stallone. Did he? God, what a... What a they don't make him like that anymore, Frank Stallone. Mm-hmm. But anyway, talking about uh, Battlefield 1, I played it. Didn't like it. Really? So the graphics, it's it was... For me, it was... Uh, more graphics and less gameplay. It was very atmospheric. They had the the you know the saturated colors and the music was swarmy to me. It had their the music was depressing to me. Even though I mean I know trench warfare is depressing, but Call of Duty is more arcade like and it's not like when you level up it's like dun, 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 and it's more I want more arcade action. I want faster gameplay. Like in the battlefield, when you die, it just shows some weird guy outlined in red, and he's running around. And once with the main guy in the the graphics, he's got like a cape on, and he he yeah. looks like some I don't know what, yeah. some weird looking. I'm like, that's not what you think he's of. He's carrying when you th- some weapon from like the Dark Ages. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got the I forget <laughs> what you nails, call it. A bat yeah. The the mace yeah. or the Morning yeah. Star, whatever it's called. I didn't like the game. It it the maps are uh, they're they're bigger maps, and when you die, you spawn far away, and then you got to run back into the action. And granted, I don't know all the maps, but I gave it a, a couple chances, and I don't like it. I'm I'm more. I don't know if I'm closed minded, but Call of Duty is more the type of action I like from military. See, games. that's interesting because when I look at Call of Duty, to me, that's almost too new waveish. Where Battlefield One, I think, portrays to a T what that battlefield must it's so much more realistic here you are fighting a war the war that was supposed to end all wars um in the trenches smoke things are exploding in front of you trees are down and dead I mean it puts you exact it gives you an but I I'm not a big Call of Duty 
fan. Maybe once I jump onto that bandwagon, I'll change. But I did play Call of Duty with you, and I felt like the graphics were okay. But I feel like the Battlefield one, um, in Call of Duty, it's just like stupid block well, buildings. Well, to, to be fair, that is an old game. They just remastered and cleaned it up. Right, but to see would, what I'm saying, Battlefield is a new game with the latest graphics. Right, so when you look at Battlefield, though, Call of Duty is just a bunch of buildings. There's no real difference between one or the other. Where Battlefield takes you through swamps and mud and well, hills. it's it's typically urban warfare. I yeah. mean, that's what it is. It's I mean, that's what happens now. There is no more battlefields. You're just in wherever you are. You fight wherever you are. If you're in a delicatessen you're fighting it's urban warfare why do you have to bring food up i know i'll fight you for that (laughs) but anyway there's uh, they the cool news on call of duty the listeners may or may not know that they have a all the original maps now are available when this game first came out they only gave a couple of original maps from the old game and now with um it's all free you can get all the maps i thought they had to listen amish baby to get that released amish baby machine you got to get the machine in there yeah amish baby machine yes most powerful podcast ever created but they downloaded all the maps and they have kind of a novelty map it's like christmas crash where it's uh when you die when you get shot you turn into christmas presents and nice it's pretty whimsical when you hear the jingle 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 the sleighs and it's kind of fun little not as intense obviously as battlefield where everyone's dying and the sad music i like call of duty it's more arcade it's more fast action I I wanted to like Battlefield. I don't like it. I do like parts of it. I like the maps. Or some of the maps are kind of epic. I would like to take the characters and the guns and everything from Call of Duty and drop them in some of those maps. Yeah, I yeah I, I I'm gonna have to play Call of Duty with you because I don't have you have a better grasp on that. You've played both. I've just p- played a little bit. And again, I talk about the the ability to to manipulate the controller. Well, that that's why I don't call myself a gamer. Well, first reason is I'm not that good. I'm just an average player. But gamers play everything. It seems like, and yeah. I'm more particular. Like I only there's only a couple games I want to play. Well, I do like. Why can't they just make it easy? Like these shooting games. Just that's why I liked. Uh, you talked about the Wii a little bit. You know when I when I got the, the Big Buck Hunter, it was a orange gun and you just aimed and shot. Very simple. Why can't we have this on the Xbox? Why do we have to have 12 different controls and oops, I pushed the wrong one and I went backwards. Give me simplify this, streamline this for me. Please do that for me. Yep. The the gun ones are cool. I don't know now, I don't know how they do it now like with the remember the Nintendo Duck Hunt? Yes. They had a thing where it actually, you know, shot a light at the screen. Now is with the CRT tubes. I don't know how you do it with the new flat screen. It'd have to be some interface on there, but that would be kind of cool. It'd be dangerous as hell. As hell, I can imagine all the the accidents. But can you imagine if you could use your own weapons and aim them at the screen? Well, I just <laughs> that'd wanna, be cool. If I'm gonna tank, give me a joystick like that connects to my system, and I want to drive the tank, and just give me one button that I push to shoot. I don't want all these functionality. I mean, maybe these young kids enjoy that, but I just don't want that. I want the sim. I want the fifty-year-old gaming. Because kids, when we were back in our day, we had a stand to play video games. Yes, we did. Yeah, and we also had to pay twenty-five cents per game. Remember stacking up the quarters? You'd line oh, yeah. them up. Yep, yep. That meant you're going to be there for a while. What was your favorite stand-up arcade game back in the day? Uh Phoenix. Do you remember that one? Oh, nice pull, <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, that was good. And, that and, thing would morph. And the, the the theme was uh, Furry Lease from Beethoven. I mean, how epic is that? The actual video game is using classical music. Yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. That's, Asteroid, too, would be one of my You favorite. know why that's so cool, Phoenix? Because most people go, 
Uh, they wouldn't know. They go, uh, uh, Pac-Man. I, I really liked Pac-Man. No, I know it because... So, Phoenix, that's just... I remember uh, it, though, because of the Bengals. And Phoenix got a game. Oh, you've got it. <laughs> yeah, baby, you've got it. Well, you just screwed that up, too, because... I'm your Phoenix. That's... <laughs> Bananarama. Oh, I'm sorry. See, yes. You're just no good with names. Walk you with know. an erection. Yep. No, that's cool. Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix was good. Um, but the epic game for me too with asteroids is is time tested. I mean, were you just, good at that? I think we. Yeah, the hyperspace is. So asteroids. The trick of that was you you shot down all the asteroids to one slow moving one, and then you just went up and down shooting the the spaceships as they came down the spaceships would shoot you and that's how you racked up the score on that no you didn't clear the whole you didn't clear the whole screen you just left one asteroid floating up and down and then you just go up and down and shoot beep, 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 and you would shoot the spaceship and, and remember if you got in trouble you got like one hyperspace and you could bail you just hit it you know? do you remember defender i love defender defender was side scrolling and the, the little aliens were trying to steal your guys by picking them up they go Every time I think of a video game, I it, I remember them from the songs that were wrote about them. Remember, um, mommy's all right, daddy's all right. They just seem to be a little weird. Defender, defender. And what band was that? Cheap Trick. Nice. Yes, I'm really smart. You you've been incorporating a lot. I like that you've been incorporating '80s music. '80s music is powerful. Well, that was actually that was that '80s or '70s. Just towards the. God, that was a that album to me, was mid seventy five to uh, yeah, that's, 90s. That's eighty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's cool how you incorporated video games. Now, would you like to get in your uh, man cave in your barn because you are collecting the retro mm -hmm. vintage toys? Mm -hmm. Would you like a stand up arcade machine? Um, no, that doesn't do much to me because uh, I do like things that you can still use. But no, it, it's not so much. Well, you know now with the emulators that you can have a stand up. The stand-up machine, and then you can load in 300 games from back in the day. Yeah, I what I got from the Goodwill was the um, just this is a really cool thing. It's um, Pac-Man that you plug into your TV. Yes, yeah, a little Namco. It's just the joystick. Exactly, it's just a little joystick, and that's what I'm talking about. Controllers. Why can't we have a Xbox controller like this, and you just move it back and forth? Well, and well that's that like five or six. That's games. my problem with uh, a lot of times. Like the retro games will be on the phone. They'll have Pac-Man or Defender, but. If you don't have a joystick or if you don't have you those controls, you can't play yeah. it. No. You know, like on Pac-Man, you had to like rock the joystick back and forth to play a little, to deke out the ghosts. And Yeah. Actually, I know you said you didn't want me to mention Pac-Man because it's pretty generic, but that was a pretty cool, you know, the way it would beat faster. Do, 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 do. And you're, you're... Space Invaders? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. When you're playing Pac-Man. See, see, I don't know if you're you're so clever that you're purposely... Because I've got Pac-Man fever. fever. <laughs> Pac-Man fever. It's driving me crazy. God, th this show keeps getting better and oh, better. Awesome. Did you have a good time today, Johnny? I had... Johnny apps. Rage? You know what? I did. I really enjoyed myself. Yes. I boxed the clown and I enjoyed myself. Yes. You had a release. Friends, thank you for listening. I hope you guys had a good time on this powerful episode. Please tell a friend about our show. Word of mouth advertising, just like Ron Popeil. And until next time, friends, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. 
please follow us on Twitter at Amish Bee Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved. <laughs>